This podcast is brought to you by Ceridian. In human resources, you have to be compliance people, but you get into the business because you are people people. You have to comply with labor laws for different employee types, locations, and situations, and the rules keep changing. Is there a system that can help you simplify compliance so that you can focus on people? Yes, there is. Ceridian's human capital management software helps you stay ahead of compliance challenges. Visit ceridian.com HR to learn more. Ceridian, intelligence at work. With design thinking, the most difficult thing for me is trying to convincing uh, leaders, HR leaders, of how important it is to design, like to plan. Uh, we as HR professionals tend to uh, implement right away. So we see something, we we look, you know, a new trend or some fad in, in the market, and we right away we want to jump into implementation and design. The, the design phase, it's a very common phase for, you know, product development, uh, marketing strategies, and a lot of different things. But in HR, we are not used to, to, to planning on the, first, on, the, on, on the first place, but also on designing in a more uh, human-centered approach. So it's very difficult to change that mindset to, rather than write, jump into implementation, think about designing and planning. Antonio is an HR innovator with over 10 years of experience in organizational design, recruitment, compensation strategy, and HR management functions. Antonio is currently the co-founder and CEO of VUCA, a consultancy agency that helps HR departments to innovate consistently and transform into people-centered departments. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Hacking HR podcast. There are two areas. Well, I love a lot of things about HR. I love almost everything about HR, but there are two in particular that I really, really love. One of them is design thinking. As you know, I talk a lot about design thinking and the other one is agility. And, and I love them both because they, they can create so much value, not only from HR, but from any other business unit within an organization. But in HR, there's so much value that can be created by leveraging on the opportunities and the methodologies of design thinking and agility. So I am very, very excited to be connecting to with Antonio today to talk about these two things. Antonio, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ricky. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure for me. Well, thank you so much. And I'm excited about this conversation. You, you have a vast experience in both design thinking and agility, helping organizations, helping leaders. And, and I want to begin by asking you this, what are the most difficult things with design thinking and agility? I wanna start there because I want people to know that, it's, that we can tear down those barriers. What are the most yeah. difficult things with these two methodologies? Look, uh, with design thinking, the most difficult thing for me is trying to convincing uh, leaders, HR leaders, of how important it is to design, like to plan. Uh, we as HR professionals tend to uh, implement right away. So we see something, we we look, you know, a new trend or some fad in, in the market, and we right away we want to jump into implementation. And design, the, the design phase, it's a very common phase for you know, product development, uh, marketing strategies, and a lot of different things. But in HR, we are not used to to, to planning on the first on the, on, on the first place, but also on designing in a more uh, human-centered approach. So it's very difficult to change that mindset to 
rather than write, jump into implementation, think about designing and planning and uh, all of these doing it with a focus on the on the person, on, on the people. Uh, it's been really challenging for me to, to push these kind of topics. Agility, it's, it's becoming easier, but that's because agility, it's a more, uh, you know, it's a, it's a trendy topic right now and everybody is getting the importance of uh, implementing things very fast. And also it's a trend in the implementation phase. You, you can implement projects very fast with, with an, an agile framework and agile methodologies, but the designing for me has been more difficult. Yeah, absolutely. I want to turn to turn over the question and, and uh, into into this. For somebody who is beginning that journey of using either design thinking or agility, what are the skills that they may not have today, but that they will need to be effective designers of agile processes, if you will? Mm -hmm. What are those skills? Yeah. Uh, for me, the most important skill is the facilitator mindset or the facilitation rather than being or trying to being or pretending to being to be an expert. You need to facilitate those those dynamics, those, uh, you know, those rituals for designing uh, design thinking, particularly requires you to forget everything, you know, or everything you think, you know, you, you think, you know, and rather uh, trying to uh, extract uh, the knowledge from the people who is working with you. So instead of be, being the HR expert or trying to imagine that this is the, you know, the employee life cycle or the processes or, or yeah, the touch points that happen because you, you say that those touch points happen, you, you rather focus on what are the experiences that people are actually uh, getting from your process. So for instance, if you have a very robust, I don't know, talent acquisition process, instead of thinking of that process in, in terms of the process and the step one, step two, or step three, uh, try to identify which are the touch points that the candidate or the uh, employee actually experiences throughout the process. And uh, with changing that uh, uh, point of view, you can identify all the opportunities, all the gaps that exist between uh, the experience and the actual organizational design you have for that for that experience. But that requires for you to, to take a more uh, facilitator approach rather than an expert approach. And the other ability, I believe, is uh, it's a very common uh, ability or skill, which is the project management skills uh, to be able to understand how like the whole picture uh, being the forest rather than just being uh, seeing one tree and from that uh, taking a more strategic uh, approach instead instead of you know focusing on efficiencies or processes focus on how how you can make an impact to, to your organizations through uh, design thinking and through these uh, processes yeah absolutely in fact you know part of the Part of what you were, um, you know, discussing about, I, I, I noted here some skills that that sound important to be effective doing this. Of course, a pr become a product manager or product management, listening, the facilitation skill, which is fascinating, by the way, that you mentioned that because you are bringing all customers to the table. And when I say customers, by the way, in the world of HR, I mean our employees. Um, or our leaders, curiosity and project management. 
I also want to ask you this. These skills, of course, are critical and you can use them both for design thinking or something else. But based on my, in my experience, what I've seen in the world of design thinking is that there's like a new, like a different mindset when you are using design thinking versus when you're not using design thinking. What, what do you think changes in people? What do you think changes in, com, in corporate culture when you start using design thinking rather than forcing processes on people? What, what changes both you know, culturally, but also individuals' mindsets? Yeah, it's, it's a very interesting question and a very powerful thing what happens when you use design thinking. Uh, that's why I believe it's so difficult for HR professionals to, to turn that mindset on because it requires you to challenge everything you think or everything you have put a lot of effort implementing. No, uh, It requires that uh, you start listening more, that you always start thinking and creating new ways for delivering better results, but not, not only from, from a process standpoint, but rather for, from a human standpoint, mm. which are the, the key elements that your employees, your customers, the people in your organization actually need and actually want for, for, for achieving a better result. And that uh, changes everything. Because when you look at an activity or whatever, or a strategy, even a strategy from a process or an expert point of view, you want to become more efficient uh, by incremental innovation. Mm -hmm. You know, instead of, I don't know, maybe the, with an A-B testing, I'm trying to attract more, more candidates, or I am trying to elevate the... the the performance uh, indicators for, for a system or for a company. But when you change that, that conception you already had for an, a more open mind, no? in which you, you want to learn what people need, what people want, what they are expecting from every touch point, what, uh, uh, for example, where, where you can ins uh, inspire from, not only from the HR traditional you know, sources, but from everywhere else, then uh, the, the innovation becomes uh, disruptive or exponential rather than incremental. Yeah. So instead of only uh, you know, improving at 10%, uh, in some instances, in some examples, we have, we have documented how uh, talent attraction becomes a, a very powerful gun for companies for becoming a better employer brand or, or having a better employer brand just by by changing that focus it's it's really disruptive how how yeah. you can innovate to to through design thinking rather yeah. through experimentation in processes yeah no you know what what absolutely and one thing that i that i heard you saying while while you were responding to my question was the the fact that one of the one of the things that changes in uh, in ourselves and in our culture is that we start challenging our assumptions about how yeah. things should be and instead opening it up to asking what could be right and that question what could be takes us way further than what we think the way things should be and and, and I love that um, 
because that's hard to be honest. I mean, for everybody, not just HR, but for everybody, it's hard asking oneself the question of, uh, you know, do, is, is what I believe the right thing to believe in? Uh, am I writing my uh, assumptions? This you know, preconceptions that I have about the world. Are they right? Are they wrong? How do I change them? So this is quite a change in, yeah. in, in the way of thinking, right? It's not just the methodology. It's that you got to be a different person, if you will, mm-hmm. to be able to do it effectively and genuinely. Mm-hmm. For sure. And I would add uh, not only what could happen, but also what could not happen. Yeah. That even opens up uh, further, no? Uh, 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 for example, uh, we started uh, helping a company with their employer branding strategy and they developed a new Instagram account in which instead of curating all the content, they allow the employees to, to upload and to promote <laughs> micro learning uh, stuff or promoting how their lives are at that company, even in pandemic. And that potential, uh, and that made that the company grew a lot in the in terms of candidates uh, registered for for working with them, uh, or and talent pools. So it's just like changing the the focus and, and thinking what couldn't happen. Like everything can happen, and it, we have the technology, we yeah. have uh, all the knowledge available, we have even the the talent willing to participate more more actively in those initiatives. Let's just uh, make that happen. Yeah, yeah, no, ab- absolutely. I love the example, by the way. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's because at the end of the day, what you're saying is, I mean, it's, this wasn't even expensive to do. It was, just, yeah. it was a very simple thing that created all these changes in the organization. So Antonio, as we wrap up this conversation, let me ask you this last question. I, I always ask uh, at the end of my podcast interviews, where can people start their journey to apply any given concept that we have been discussing about, uh, you know, in this case, design thinking on agility. But I want to transform that question and, and ask it a little differently now. And what I want to ask you is individually, somebody listening to this podcast now and after the podcast, hopefully taking five minutes to reflect about our conversation, what would you tell them is the first thing they need to change in their mindsets, in the way, in the way they think in order to be effective at design thinking? One thing that you could tell them, focus on this one and, and you are you know, on a great path to, to adding value via design thinking and agility. Mm-hmm. I would say uh, you need to become a lifelong learner. I, I bet you already are, but that also implies uh, as I said before, challenging every process you knew, every best practice you know, and instead of following better best practices, try to focus on how to add value internally to your team and to your company, uh, and that requires a lot of a lot of humility as well. Mm-hmm. You need to be more humble, recognizing that uh, there might be something very very fancy out there, but that might not be the best solution for your team or your experience yeah. or the, 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 employee, the experience you want to provide to your employees, but focusing on what actually adds value in, inside your company. Absolutely. Well, fantastic. Antonio, thank you so much for spending this time with me. Great conversation. I appreciate it. Thank you, Enrique. And it's an honor to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, everybody. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Hacking HR Podcast. See you all soon. 
Thank you everybody for watching or listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please follow us on our social media and subscribe to our newsletter so that you can stay informed of all the things that we're putting together for you from the Hacking HR community. Thank you so much. Please continue to stay safe, stay well, stay strong, and we will see you soon.